Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Hi guys, I'm back. I wanted to share my recent travels in Europe that I just got back from a couple of months being overseas, starting in Hungary, then Austria, Germany, Italy, and Ireland. I know, rough life, but I'm out there doing a bunch of work to gather for you. And today I'm going to share my recent article and podcast with you about my recent jaunt overseas on the continent. Travel this summer to Europe is going to be epic. Just wow. From what to pack to where is my passport, here are my 2023 European travel tips if you're heading overseas anytime soon. I'm just one travel advisor and I have over a dozen families, couples, groups, honeymooners heading over to Europe this summer. Revenge Travel Israel. If you want to know more about that, check out the Times article that they wrote last June and see how relevant it is today. So first up, definitely the crowds. I've been traveling in Europe extensively over the years and I can honestly say I've never seen the sites this crowded. From school trips to bachelor parties, family get-togethers, honeymooners, you name it, everyone is traveling. So just be prepared. First up is to book ahead. If you're traveling, remember to book ahead. From concert tickets to dinner reservations, do not wait until the last minute to make these reservations for anything. Most restaurants require reservations now, even for two people. But the bonus is a lot of them are taking credit cards now because they're doing touchless pay. So that's good. I'll go more into that in a little bit. Don't assume you can just walk up to a table and get a table for 6 at 7 p.m. anywhere in Europe without a reservation. You'll just enjoy some kebab, pizza, or McDonald's. Really, seriously, mean it. (laughs) Museums and shows are equally packed, so plan, plan ahead. If tickets are available online, do purchase them ahead of time. Most places have QWERTY codes attached to them. Either screenshot these and save them in a separate album in your photos library, or print them off and carry them with you. From the book account, to the Sistine Chapel, they are sold out at the last minute, so do not wait. Next up, pack light and in safe bags. Definitely a question I get a lot from clients is, how do I pack? How much do I pack? If you're traveling for nine to 10 day adventure, including your travel days, pack only for seven days. Of course, your under things are separate. You've got to pack. <laughs> You've got to pack that daily. I'm not your mom. <laughs> Most airlines have a weight limit of 50 pounds unless you have priority with them. And then the poundage does go up. But if your luggage weighs more than 50 pounds, you'll have to pay that extra fee. Airlines are charging extra fees for heavier luggage so be sure you check yours in advance through their app or through their website the last thing you want to do is shift things around and shove or throw away clothing while you're standing in the check-in line do i need a pickpocket safe bag or purse this is another question i get asked quite often the short answer is yes yes you do i'll put a few options and links in the description below just don't wear a backpack 
This is the most common bag for criminals or thieves to get into. I've actually videotaped this and filmed this happening and of course alerted people and there's absolutely nothing that they can do. So please, please do not wear a backpack. If you can find an RFID purse or bag, these are the best. Consider it as a sling across the front of you and for just a layer of safety or protection. This is just a good idea, especially in the crowded, crowded areas that I think it's going to be this summer. Next up is money. Should we get euros or pounds before going overseas? Here's my answer. First, if you'd like to order a small amount, 100 euros, 100 pounds, before you travel to Europe for just having it for peace of mind, then most times you can order this through your local bank. Again, don't wait. Order these way in advance. Some, sometimes this takes like six weeks, so don't wait. The exchange rate is not going to be great, but you can have peace of mind that you have a little before you go. Here are the do nots. And do not do these, please. I have so many sad stories. Don't exchange money at the airports. These are sometimes the worst conversions. They're awful exchange rate, and then they add a fee to boot. And also, do not stop at the exchange kiosk machines. These are the worst ATMs. I call them Euronauts. The exchange is awful. They charge a fee, and sometimes your 250 euros can turn out to be 350. You'd have to check your statement. So, do this. Notify your ATM bank card stateside before you are even traveling. You do not want to be locked out of your bank ATM card while you're abroad. It's a real inconvenience. Then, secondly, only use an ATM bank, preferably inside a bank machine, to get money out, to get euros out, to get pounds out. And make sure that the ATM is an actual part of an actual bank. Then, once you're in the system, change the language to English if it isn't already, and then ask for different amounts. There's usually a bottom right-hand corner that says denomination amounts or different amounts. Choose this because you do not want to take out 300 euros and get 300 euro bills or three 100 euro bills or three 100 pound bills. This is really inconveniencing and most smaller vendors or venues do not want to take it so this way it'll help you you'll have the smaller bills so that you can give change and also tip people how much should i get out my recommendation is never more than 200 pounds or 200 euros per person at any given time i know that this is uh, not a lot of money but if you are pickpocketed or if something if you lose it whatever it's not horrible no one wants to lose any money but it can be replaced so don't take out too, too much. The good news is so many people, including taxi drivers, are accepting credit card now. So you don't need to carry as much cash as we did, say, even in 2019. Speaking of credit cards, this is another question I get asked, is what credit card do I need? When traveling in Europe, everyone takes MasterCard and Visa. Hardly anyone takes American Express or Discover anymore. These vendors are usually typically annoyed when you ask if they do take it anyway. In the words of my Italian friend, 
they don't have Italian Express, why would we take American Express? So Amex also charges these vendors higher fees, and a lot of people just don't want to take it. So save your Amex for America. Not a commercial, but I do use the Chase Visa Travel Preferred card. There's a $95 fee, but it has a lot of good travel services, bonuses that I can earn miles with for spending points. And so that's the one I use. I'll also put the link down below. They have a referral program, but no, no pressure, no commercial. Because people are taking credit cards and contact less free, go ahead and order these way in advance before you need them, before you get on the plane and have them. So I'm not sure if you can hear this, but I got sick while I was over there and I came back with some kind of flu. And I'm not sure what it was because as soon as I landed here in America, I went to my doctor and I got tested for COVID, three types of flu and RSV, and it was none of them. But this has really kicked my butt. So definitely bone up on your immunity. If you have these flu-like symptoms, go ahead and wear the mask. I know that it's annoying. I hate it too. But wear the mask for yourself and protecting others from spreading whatever this thing is. I coughed so hard before getting on the plane from Dublin to the States that I started crying. And this complete stranger, if you're listening to this, thank you because you're a complete angel. She gave me her... (coughs) That's real. (laughs) She gave me her full bottle of water and it was just amazing. Seriously, the only thing that's been working for me is Mucinex, and I don't even take that stuff, so (laughs) also not a commercial. Okay, next up, should I get travel insurance? Definitely before COVID, I was always hesitant about getting travel insurance. Was it worth it? What does it really cover? Is it just a scam? However, post-COVID, I always recommend that people purchase insurance based on their comfort level. The companies that I use specialize in travel to Europe and travel to the Caribbean. They now have policies that include some coverage of COVID cancellations, unforeseen circumstances. And as far as I know, there aren't any insurance companies that cover a full 100% of your trip. But there are are several that cover the majority of your trip based on cancellation and they all differ so I always tell people do your research before doing that but if you are afraid of losing the majority of your money then go ahead and get it. Medical expenses overseas can really add up if something happens and so this is where the insurance does come into play so I hope that answered some of it. Uh, Next up, passports. This has happened quite frequently because of the increase in travel that's happening. So first up is don't wait to renew or replace it. As a matter of fact, right now, if you have your passport, just pull it out and take a look at it. If there is nine months or less on your passport, consider reapplying for it if you have any travel in the near future. This is a pro tip is a passport is really only good for nine years, not 10. You have to apply at least six to 12 weeks before you need it. And then you don't get it for six weeks. And then, you know, you have six to nine months before the expiration to renew. So you really don't get the full 10 years out of it. It's just part of the game, part of it. But if you are delaying for whatever reason, just know that you will wait. And I've literally had people who were two days away from traveling who thankfully got an emergency situation and the passport was there. But 
some people are even like the day of. You don't want to be one of those people. So definitely just pull it out. See what you've got on there. Check travel.state.gov to see uh, how much you need on your passport. For instance, some countries require that you have at least six months on your passport before expiration for you to even travel to their country. So if you don't have six months on your passport, you can't go. Go ahead and just check and then reapply if you need to. If you have one, it's much easier to get it. If you're starting from scratch, just know that you're going to have to wait a little bit. I know this sounds like it's been a downer. (laughs) The good news is most places were happy to see us back. Traveling to Europe doesn't have to be uber stressful. If you are prepared and you're okay with slowing down a little bit, maybe if you couldn't get into a museum that you really wanted to, just go chill at a local park or grab a drink or a cup of coffee and just relax relax and enjoy the people watching. Some of the things that I did this past two months was I enjoyed a free tour. There are these free tours all over all of the major cities of Europe. And of course, you do want to tip them between 10 euros per hour. So like most of the time I I tip about 20 euros or 30 euros for, for their services. They've spent two hours with me. And I think that's what they deserve or even more if it's really really good also consider just hopping on the hop on hop off bus they are getting a little bit expensive so you might want to bypass that and just explore but i know they're cheesy but they give great transportation around the city and some history london is one of those cities dublin is one of those cities and um, if you don't get tickets that's the easy button most of the people are right out front and they're eager to sell you a ticket and remember negotiate with them A lot of times I have gone up to them and said, how much is it? And they tell me. And as soon as I walk away, they come back with a better price. So, you know, dicker with them. It's okay. (laughs) Next, uh, check out the local scene. Ask your hotel, your bed and breakfast, what is happening locally. We found out that Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band was in Dublin the weekend we were there just recently. And no, we didn't go see them. But we had some great chats at pubs with other people who were. And we also did find out there was a protest against the coronation. And although I was super interested, we did go ahead and skip that and went to a pub instead to listen to some music. Also, Take a look at the city's festival sites or what's happening locally there. Because the spring and summer, there are festivals all over Europe. And you don't know, you might be in Rome when there's a major festival going on. We happened to be there during the Liberation Weekend. It was crazy busy, but it was also really cool that everywhere we walked, we heard Italians speaking and talking. A lot of times it's, you know, Americans or tourists. So that was really cool too. So take a look and see also where the markets are. There are markets all over Paris and London. They're fun to go to. You kind of see what the locals look like. So don't box yourself in to such a strict schedule that you can't really enjoy the experience of being in a different country, in a different land, with different language. It's really, really cool. So that was my short list for traveling to Europe from this past month and a half. I'll be heading back over there soon to Ireland for another small group tour and then back to Germany for a bit as well. And I work really hard to try to gather these tips to share with you. This is what I do. Travel with Wendy has been doing this for almost 30 years, and I love it. It's always an adventure. Please make sure you comment, like, and share this podcast if it's been helpful. And 
Thanks for joining me here today. Look forward to more in the future. Don't forget to check out my blog and my vlog on YouTube, Travel with Wendy. Ciao.